Hi, good evening. I'm Dr. George Andow, and I have a wonderful woman with us tonight. It's a pleasure to be here with all of you again. And for those of you just tuning in, the name of my show is A Journey Through Into Awareness. And the reason I entitled it that is because self-help books are among the top titled book sold in our country because we're all looking for, quote, relief. Freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from ourselves. And there is no magic bullet. We need to journey through whatever is keeping us unfree, in bondage, stuck, in whatever way we are. It's many times unique to each one of us, although we all experience the same feelings. The storyline might be different, but we all experience the same feelings as human creatures on this earth plane. So we're here tonight to take another look at an incredible woman that wrote a book called Catherine's Quest. I happen to have read it. And it's a great book and a fast read. And I also had the opportunity of spending time conversing with Pat Alvacraker. And you're going to meet her in a moment. But this woman is just such an incredible person. And she's so brave and so alive with grace. And she has so much to share with us tonight. So I say thank you for being on the show tonight, Pat. And this is Pat Alvacraker. Hey, Georgia. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's an honor. I, I love what you stand for and, and the impact that you want to make to the audience and uh, to the world. And so I'm here. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. You have so much to say in that, in the book. Um, and uh, the name of the book is Catherine's quest. It's one woman's journey to elation. And I just love the title. And as she talks about it, you'll understand why we spoke of it in the, um, intro on the episode episode explanation, why we did what we did with that. You know, it's a story of a woman by the name of Catherine. It's her quest. And it reminds us in so many ways what we need to recapture to live fully, vibrantly, and free. So tell us, tell us why it is that you, what had you write this book, there's such depth of meaning and metaphor, Pat. Georgian, through uh, my sacred journey, which is how I see it, I had an opportunity to learn from many adversities that came um, in and through my life, uh, one being cancer, the other losing my husband at an early age, and then being laid off. And I had the opportunity to either crawl up and die and just get into bed and just pretend it didn't exist, the situation doesn't exist, or to pull myself up by the bootstraps and lead myself on this journey mindfully. And, and you didn't just get laid off from a little position. You had a big role with IBM, right? Yes. Right, which is devastating when you put that much time into uh, into something that you work so hard at. Mm-hmm. And you were quite young when, when the, all of this happened, mm-hmm. quite sequentially, right? Yes, I was young. Um, you know, I, I worked for a corporation when at the time the culture was, when you join a company, you stay with them for life. I was of that era. So as you say, it was devastating. It was devastating. I was close to uh, retirement, and uh, I thought that I this was the only company I was going to work for, and um, I was shown otherwise. 
Yeah, I was shown otherwise. And the little bit I know of you and your commitment to life and your love of life, you know, I'm sure you gave everything to this position and to expect some just somewhat of a glimmer back, (laughs) Um, you know? Um, Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead, Pat. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're right. It it was um, it was a shock. You know, um, I believe that um, everything happens for a reason. So I was, um, I spent my, I spent that time in my feelings coming to grips with what was, what was happened and what happened. And, and then I realized that this was an opportunity. It, it opened a door for me and spirit does open doors for you um, in, in a variety of ways. We just have to be open to the message and to see that everything that happens in and through us is for our highest good. Can you talk a little bit about the feeling of devastation you had mm-hmm. when all of that occurred, you know, again, sequentially, one right after another, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that people can maybe get, the listeners can get somewhat of a grasp as to, you know, how in, immense it was before you came to uh, find the spirituality in what you wrote. And I want to have you talk more about that also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It was it was um, devastating, especially because I was taken by totally by surprise. And it's very easy. And I def- definitely went down this track for a little while. And that was to really uh, assign this action as a reflection of who I am as a person. And taking uh, this decision as personally. So it creates self-doubt, you know, loss of confidence. Uh, what do I do now? Hopelessness. And um, just really just stopped in my tracks like, wow, I had this all planned out. I Absolutely. had my future planned out. I knew where I was going. I knew what I was going to do, you know, after I retired. And and when that just comes to a halt, you have to take a pause and pivot. And after having uh, an opportunity to talk to, you know, people that were supportive, that loved me, that had gone through the same thing, I came to realize that when these decisions are made, they're not made personally there it's a numbers game you know i was part of the numbers uh, i had been sure with them for a long time sure. you know, highly paid so when it comes to cutting expenses people are the were the were the first place that they go to so it took a while to make that shift and and really i was a choice as to how i continued to look at the situation yes either i could be the victim and do poor yes. me you know, what's going to happen or, or I, you know, step back and say, okay, you know, yes, there's, there's obviously a different path. I'm going to step into that path, learn, learn from what this particular um, experience is to teach me and to be open and empty to what the next opportunity is. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's really, um, this is just a small piece of it, of, uh, you know, what you're speaking of. And we can all relate to, I believe many of the listeners can relate to losing a position, Mm -hmm. but I don't think everyone listening can relate to what it is to be done with a cancer diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Would you mind speaking about that? And, and you also had a farm with your husband, didn't you? Yes, I did have a farm with my husband. I, Um, we were married for over 20 years and, um, he suddenly died of a heart attack and I was left running a 200 acre ranch with a ranch hand who was in a wheelchair. Oh my goodness. So the combination of cancer and, uh, these two situations really opened, uh, opened my eyes, opened my eyes and they taught me a lot, um, and this is for my journey to really connecting with myself and really um, living my life from my truth 
and being open to learning the lessons. And each of these circumstances taught me a lot of lessons that over time began the really the compilation of the book within me cooking until the right until it was the right time to really bring it out. And uh, what I learned is that, um, you know, we need to be in our bodies. I wasn't necessarily in my body. I was like sleepwalking and I came to realize that in, in that place of just not being totally connected, that we make different decisions and we make different oh. assumptions. Oh, yes. And, uh, when you really, you know, start connecting and you start really going in and asking yourself what is true then you start making decisions that are aligned with who you are and what your values are. And it's a better place to live. Yes. I love that you're speaking about it from that context Um, because myself and my patients, I look at it with them that, you know, I'm an an analyst and spiritual director. So I, I help them look at that. Everything we were brought up around lives inside of us. Mm -hmm. And unless we do the inner work, and we have a prayer life to the God of our understanding, we are sleepwalking through life. We are not, like you say, not in our bodies, but we are really operating out of a 10% of our consciousness. Mm -hmm. We're just unconscious, and we are plodding along, not aware of really even what we're thinking. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing when you look how, our choices um, along the way come from that unconscious place. And God uses all of life to reach us. You know, God will, uh, without question, God comes to us as life. So, so young for you, you must be loved very much by the Lord. We all are, but, you know, to, to have that lesson at such a young age to wake up, and to pay attention is really something. Um, I was awakened quite early also, um, but it's it's really something, and you've done a great job in your book with it. We're going to take a break in about a minute. Um, so when we come back, um, I'd like to look at, um, again, how you began your book and what was stirring in you that moved in you to start putting pen to paper, right? Really great. So thank you so much. And we'll be right back. Um, Dr. George Andow with our guest tonight, Pat Ava Craker. Craker. And um, I don't know why I have such a hard time with that name. And uh, we're, uh, we're being present to a journey through into awareness. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, politics, all around what makes a great leader. 
the personal experiences of what's worked and maybe more importantly what hasn't worked. So that's seven o'clock every Thursday evening. The mind behind leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to A Journey Through. I'm Dr. George Andow, and we're here with Pat Avacraker this evening and talking about her book, Catherine's Quest. It's so great, A Woman's Journey to Elation. And so just to recap, because I, I want to move on to some things I made notations of here. Um, so, you know, Pat, incredibly uh you know, courageous. So before she wrote this book, she had a very high position with IBM. And um, for those of you just tuning in, I just want to recap. She had a very high position with IBM and was laid off, um, is a, a breast cancer survivor and lost her husband at a young age. And they were running a 200 acre ranch together and her husband um, in a wheelchair and they had something like 250 farm animals. Um, certainly a, an incredible uh, woman and story of courage. And we were talking about, um, you know, all of that and how she came to putting pen to paper to write this book. And she has sections of the book where it's Pat's musings and she, she speaks from her heart on the different sections of the book. And I circled so many things in this book, but, um, you know, she wrote here and we had mentioned a moment ago that we go through life unconscious. 90% of, of, uh, of uh, us as human beings is unconscious. Only 10% is conscious. So when you think about that, and that's what I work with in my, with my patients is try to help them uh, wake up. Right. And Jesus actually speaks a lot about this through scripture. Um, if you ever, you know, want me to speak of that, please send me a message. I'd be more than happy to. But she writes here, are you living life or is life living you? When you react to the circumstances in your day, all day, life is living you. Very powerful statement, Pat. Please say everything about this and more. You have so much on your heart. Every day we have a choice as to whether we're going to take a moment when a circumstance occurs and really step back from that moment and connect with yourself and ask, what is of my highest interest in this situation? And then trusting that and then moving forward with that gut feel, that into that intuition, that whisper that's given to you. Yes. When you do that, life unfolds beautifully. And you learn from the circumstance and you allow life to flow through you. Versus allowing yourself to make decisions from the hip with no consciousness at all. Just totally reacting to what is said to you without thinking at all about the possible consequences. It's just, you just move forward without connecting at all with the, with the higher good, with your higher self. Would you say that that place in you, would you phrase it possibly as God in you? Absolutely. Yes. God, too. spirit, right. always talking to us. Right. Yes. And, right. and that's, that's where I feel when you're, when you are responding and you're living from that place, you're allowing spirit and God to, to guide you. 
live through and, us. Yes. And live through us. Exactly. And, and when you do that, then uh, you are living life. Yes. You yes. are living life. God yeah. is living life through us. You know, when Jesus speaks that the Holy Spirit is praying through us. Yes. Praying through us. That's incredible. And it's very comforting. And you live from a, a place of peace. When you do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jesus died to give us that. Mm-hmm. Jesus died on the cross to give us that. That's why when people say, oh, you know, Jesus was just a man, you know, when he walked along the earth and he was an incredible prophet. God did so much with through him in his life and um, gave us the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, uh, the helper. Um, when he died on that cross. Um, So you spoke of an uncle in your book that taught you so many of these things. What was he like? So Uncle Iman. I loved him. uh, Uncle Iman was Catherine's favorite uncle. A very wise, gifted man. Who knew that there was more. He knew that there was more and wanted more. He was he was searching his path to happiness and was being very conscious about it. So he's he was a good role model. He was a good role model in in our ability to ask questions, willing to be curious, and willing to learn from others. So on his path to all these islands that all amplified a specific value that at the end transforms him and takes him to a place of elation. Um, It's an incredible journey for Catherine to actually live those uh, words and that vision through Uncle Lyman. Catherine is um, Pat, but Catherine... Um, journeys, this journey, she finds um, Uncle Iman's uh, journal and starts reading it. And Uncle Iman was a traveler and he went to all these different islands and each island gave him a spiritual gift that he left with and took with him into his life. But he needed to exercise that, really grasp it in order for him to go on to the next island. Brilliantly done. Such a great read. And such an important message for women today. You know, um, you're, you know, ahead of your time. Um, and I, I think you and I are, are twins in many ways. Um, that many times women don't allow themselves the voice that they desire. I agree. And, um, you know, they, they, they desire it, but they don't know how to access it. They don't know what it means. And they didn't have any role model of that. Yes. You know, somewhere in our lives, and it's usually with trauma, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that we can hear and begin to wake up to the opportunity to pay attention to trust the, the voice inside, to recognize and discern amidst the many voices. When did you come to that spiritual awakening um, for yourself, Pat? That, because you uh, have, you, you, we all have it, but you have. We all have, have it. it. Yeah, we all have, have it. But it was, but it was, it. it was awakening in you before, before these, uh, these difficult challenges and and you and you you make a, a very important uh, point there because i totally believe that god was purposeful in make and helping me wake up oh. and i had moved from uh, el paso and I took a job with ibm in in um in dallas and that just it just turned out that and of course there are no accidents that there was a community of women that were very spiritual and were willing to share openly the books they were reading, how they felt. 
sharing their intuition. And I became really cocooned by these women. And I began to unfold and began to connect with my gifts, began to tie into my intuition. And it was um, a period where I can say for several years that I went through a transformation of waking up. Had I not done that, I would have not been able to have gotten through cancer because I was so connected with myself and was very intuitive and, and counted on that. And the what do you mean by health- that, Kath? What do you mean? I almost called you Catherine. What do you mean by that, Pat? When you said you were very connected to yourself, so many times. Um, I found myself sleepwalking and wasn't connected in my body. And as I started relying on myself and reading and studying how important it is to be guided from the inside out, guided from the inside out, from the heart, uh, from your sense of intuition, and to rely on the messages that are being given to you, whether, whether you see them, hear them, or feel them, And start getting really comfortable with those messages as they come through and knowing that those are the right messages for you and trusting that. In the past, I wasn't as trustful of of that connection. And so I doubted myself and and I listened to the other, I listened to other voices from other people to guide me until I began to understand that my power is really in, is being in alignment with myself and what my values are and what my intuition says, and what spirit tells me, and I live my life from here. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I have an imagination that you know very well of how graced you are to be able to discern all those different voices because, yes, they come from outside yourself, from the people you're surrounding yourself with, but we have so many voices inside of us um, you know, our superego is yes. inside of us from when we're children um, by authority figures. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unless we do the work and we have a relationship with our God within, um, we are not aware, not even aware of those voices, but not even aware that we're listening to them. Mm-hmm. And then we've given them power. And we've got, that's a powerful statement that we've get very powerful. Yes. Thank you, Pat, Mm -hmm. that we have given them power because we believe in them. Mm -hmm. And so many times we're still living out of our child inside of us because we're still giving them power when they never had any power to believe to begin with. Great. Yeah. It is so true. And the, the change within us starts when you become aware that that's happening. Yes. Because awareness, awareness, Aw- and paying attention changes every. That's where that's where the transformation begins. Absolutely. There was a. Um, there was a. Renowned monk, who. Was teaching, and one of his students came one day, and he said, "Master, I know that you know all." What is the, if if you were going to tell me, what is the one secret to the mystery in which we all live? Takes out a piece of paper and he writes down and he hands it to the student and he looks, he says, awareness. He says, yes, I know it's awareness, but there has to be something else. Awareness. And this went on 50 times because you're absolutely right. It is awareness. It begins the entire process of us awakening. Mm -hmm. Awareness of what? Awareness of the falsities that live within and awareness of God's voice and movement in and through us. Beautiful. Oh, my gosh. You know, since I started this radio uh, program, I have met such incredible people that are on the path, it is just such a privilege for me. And um, I mean it. 
I have the gift of tears. It's very easy for me to cry and I don't want to cry. But it's just such a privilege to be here with you tonight, knowing what you've lived and how you've lived and just amazing woman, uh, Pat. And your book. Tell us more about your book. What would you like? Uh, we have time yet, but tell us more about your book. Um, I know you speak of the things. You have to have a deep relationship with God. What, what most do you feel you heard within yourself? while writing this book trust the process of life trust the process of life i love that and that's something else i'm sure that none of us do well mm -hmm. it's a lesson that i continue to learn oh my gosh i think we do contain i think for if you were to ask me what is the lesson that you came to learn it would be to trust the process of life because when I don't, it's, it's hard. It's frustrating. It doesn't flow. And then I catch myself and I tell myself, you're not, you're not trusting the process, Pat. Just trust the process and start. Don't push the string, as some may say. So let's so. say you are, and you were talking before about reacting yes. yeah see when we when we're awake to what's happening in the moment we choose on how we want to act absolutely instead of reacting mm -hmm. so let's say you're in a situation that um you're on the phone and this is one of my boogaboos which is why i bring it up you're on the phone and you're trying to get a real person and you're on hold for a half hour and you can never, um, never get through to anyone. And all of a sudden the call gets dropped. Things like that, that can grab you. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, let's look at common everyday ordinary things to maybe help our listeners as we go forward. Sounds so we'll good. be right back. I'm Dr. George Andow, and we're here with Pat Avacraker. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. You know you have it the potential for a more rewarding life, a life that matters. But how do you get there? The answer is in a best-selling book by the coach of the successful and wealthy, Ken D. Foster. The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Awaken Your Hidden Genius and Transform Your Life. With this powerful yet amazingly simple daily guide, your future is in your hands. You will be empowered to unlock your potential, bring out your true gifts, increase your wealth, and take your life and business to a new level. Get your life-transforming copy of Ken D. Foster's The Courage to Change Everything by going to couragetochange.us. That's couragetochange.us. Quite frankly, there's no other book like this. Imagine what your life could be like if you had at your fingertips the success principles to create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready to live your dream? Go to couragetochange.us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
Welcome back. <laughs> I'm Dr. George Andow, and we're here journeying through with Pat Avakraker. So what do you do with the ordinariness of life, Pat? You know, I mean, you things we don't have control over. You know, that's what suffering is, is when we don't feel we have control. Yeah. And I ask you this, because look at the amount of suffering you've been through. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, it, it's really interesting. It's in the, it is in the everyday things, right? So that when, yes. you know, you have a, a problem that needs to be resolved or you're looking for an answer and you're looking to call someone that can provide you some kind of guidance or support or a resource and you call them and they don't answer. <laughs> exactly. You call them and they don't answer. And it's easy to say, oh, I really needed them to pick up the phone. Right. And when yeah. that happens to me, I just sit back and I say, oh, God has another plan. Yes. He has another plan. Yes. I'm curious to see what it is. And I know that's true. And I so know that's true. And it's so funny because then the, the small minds of the ego, you know, the ego has a purpose. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. The ego was there for us to learn survival as a child and yada, yada. But when it's not developed properly, it's a very small mind of the ego and it can be petty. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it and it doesn't like change. So, you know, right away, I could I could hear it say, um, yes, I know that, but. I need to get this done. Because- <laughs> right. And I think we can all sort of laugh at that together because we're all human and we all struggle with the same things. Mm-hmm. It is. It's so true. And you, you, we we're we're always at choice. And that's one of the things that I teach in the book is that we're always at choice and we're either going to go with the flow or we're going to be in resistance. Yes. And what is resistance? It, resistance never pays off. Never. It never pays off. Never. So why not just go with the flow? That's right. It's and more peaceful. Psychoanalytically, resistance comes from our pre-talking years mm-hmm. when our basic needs as infants were not met. Mm-hmm. No one's fault. We all make mistakes with our children. No one gets it right. And, but the basic needs, you know, Johnny skinned his knee, the infants meaning me or you were in the crib and I wet myself and I need the diaper change and no one hears me crying because mommy and daddy are taking care of little Jimmy's knee. And I first start to experience the feeling of frustration. Never had that before. Don't know what it is. And we develop these resistances against the reality of what's happening Mm -hmm. to try to save ourselves. Mm -hmm. The pain, the discomfort, and you're right, it never works. And there's a lot to that, uh, self-hate and everything, but we're not here for a psychoanalytical lesson. Um, But certainly, um, you're absolutely right. And I love that, the resistance the resistance and you spoke you know indirectly so many messages in here you know i wrote here um you know giving love there is a uh what island it was thole the island of thole mm-hmm. and uh you know about giving love freely to everyone and everything and it comes back to us this is how we truly receive love Mm-hmm. We truly receive love by giving love. Yes. That's how we receive. Exactly. It, it, it is. It's right on. And if we embrace an attitude of doing everything through love, with love, then we in turn get an, an opportunity to receive amazing love from people that love us. A world would be a better place if we consistently came from that place. Yes. Consistently came from a place of love. Yes. Because that's what God wants. Yes. That's what God is, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's why I've committed myself to my work. You know, if one person at a time, I could help people 
connect the dots from their pre-talking experience to their contemporary life and help them move through the resistances and the small minds of the ego through the awareness of that and free themselves up Mm -hmm. to love Mm -hmm. themselves. Yes. First. First. Totally believe first. And that's part of self-care, right? Is to begin with self-love. And you speak a lot about self-care. I do. I do speak a lot of self, a lot about self-care because I truly believe if we don't, we don't take care of ourselves, really no one else will. It's our responsibility to take care of ourselves. And we want to take care of ourselves so that we have a cup that overflows so that we can give from that overflow, not from an empty cup. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yes. Yes. So I love that. And I, when I talk to a lot of women and we, we know we um, definitely something that I, that I am such a strong believer of self-love, self-care. And, um, when I ask women, what is your challenge about self-care? What, what are your holdbacks or your challenges? Well, I, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. I don't have the money. And to be honest with you, Georgiane, it's nothing. It's n- none of those. That's right. It's none of those. It comes down to self-worth. Yes. It comes yes. down to self-worth. Yes. They feel you they feel unworthy of giving themselves that time. And so they, they don't do it. And the thing is, we are worthy of, of self-love and of taking care of ourselves, and we deserve it. Yes. Yes. And this is such an important point because um you know, doing, uh, you know, the naturopathic work I've done, mm-hmm. um, you know, it takes work to take care of yourself nutritionally. Mm-hmm. And um, we live in a society that is about take this pill and it doesn't matter if I eat fried food. You know, it doesn't matter if I um mm-hmm. Oh, I could go on and on about it. But, you know, I had a woman come to me and she was borderline diabetic. And I was talking to her about a supplement program that she needed to uh, partake in. And she was like, I don't, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'll just take this pill from the doctor. Well, you know, why not do both? What's, you know, why not do both? Yeah. Yeah. But um, is there anything that you might want our listeners? I feel like we need to spend a couple of hours here together with this. Is there anything that you would like the uh, listeners to take away? Um, You know, you spoke here before, and I know we take a break. Your inner self speaks of lightness, peace, love, joy, and inspiration. Oh, it is just so beautiful. So many beautiful things in this book. Um, what's a takeaway? I know it's hard, but what is a takeaway from this book? I know that you are offering uh, listeners tonight the first chapter. Yes. Right. Where do they go to get that? They go to www.majesticcoachinggroup.com and they click on the tab that says Catherine's Quest. Okay. You can download the book. You can download the first chapter down, download it for free, and you're going to fall in love with it. And you'll come back, and that's where you can buy the book. Yes. And the journal and the affirmation cards that come with it and really make it a total experience. Well, well I didn't get those. <laughs> I'm such a little kid. But it's <laughs> www.majesticcoachinggroup.com. And you can get the first chapter uh, as a gift from uh, Pat, from Catherine. But we're going to take a, a brief break. And then when we come back, we're going to say this again so you can make sure you get it. And also, um, we're going to have Pat discuss what's her takeaway from tonight that she'd like you to take with her. 
with us, with us all. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to A Journey Through Into Awareness with Pat Alvacracker, Craker, and I'm Dr. George Andow. <laughs> so, um, Pat, so what's a takeaway? Because I want to end in a prayer today, so we have a little time. What's a takeaway, um, before I give them the address again, that you would like our listeners to take with them from tonight? Yes, I would like for them to understand that they're they're on a very sacred journey and to embrace the journey that they're on. And when you learn how to lead yourself using the practices in the book, you can get yourself through any challenge because it all comes down to how you lead yourself and lead yourself through alignment, through faith, and through trust. I love that expression, lead oneself, Mm -hmm. lead oneself, because if we are not with God, if we are not being led by ourselves and God within, we're being led by society. Yes. Not others, right? Pat is saying others, Mm -hmm. not only outside of ourselves, and we are so tossed around um, by society, by advertising Mm -hmm. on what to think, what to buy, what's in fashion, what should we do, what, especially as women. Did you Mm -hmm. ever notice that most advertising really is revealed to four women? You know, the shoes, the, you know... Men need sneakers, maybe loafers, a black shoe and a brown shoe, right? Women need how many shoes, right? Really, when you think about it, what do we need? But but also the voices in our head. So maybe it is saying now, what voice in the back of my head? The one that's saying, what voice in the back of your head? (laughs) (laughs) That one. (laughs) That one right there. That one right there. (laughs) Right. You know, 
And it is always chattering away. You know, the Buddhists call it monkey mind. Mm-hmm. You know, it swings from one thought to the next, to the next, to the next. Really, um, you know, once you start paying attention to that, it's amazing mm-hmm. how it's talking about things that have no relevance at all and really are quite boring. And when you catch yourself, you know, you're aware, you know, I always say, oh, well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Go to the back seat. Right. I'm driving. That's right. That's right. I'm going to change the channel. Ding. From FM to AM to yeah. Amen. Yes. Oh, that's funny. I just thought about that. No FM, no AM. Amen. I love it. I love it. It's funny. So that's mm. really great. So again, to get your free download, and I would definitely highly recommend it, it's www majesticcoachinggroup.com and you click on Catherine's Quest and you can download the first chapter of this great little book and I would highly recommend it and um, you get other little cards and stuff with it which is so great Yes. So it's a perfect package for le- for women leaders in your life. Oh, perfect package for women leaders in in our life. Mm-hmm. That's great. What was your favorite island in the book? What did you have one? Oh, it was so excited. much yeah. fun creating them. It was so much fun creating them. I bet. Really, it's it's the la- the la- it's the last island, the island of elation. And the island of elation, um, and again, every island that. Uh, her uncle visited um, had a purpose, a name and a purpose. And the Island of Elation, um, I don't want to say too much, but um, he brought so much with him to the Island of Elation. It was really about recognition of the sacred journey and a compilation of Everything from the other islands being infused Mm -hmm. in and through him. Yes. And would you say that's right? Yes, absolutely. Totally agree. And, um, you know, and and Catherine, Pat, (laughs) was able to um, just surround herself with it, in it, through it. At what point, uh, this this is good. I'm glad I thought about this before we end. At what point in your journey did you start actually writing this, writing the name, coming up with Catherine? So you had the breast cancer, your husband um, mm-hmm. became ill, you had lost your job. How much time be- between how much time between each of those segments and how much time between the last one and did you start the book? It- Writing a book for me was a journey in its own. I started writing my book six years ago, six years ago. And it started, the name of it at the time was Stop for a Hot Dog. Stop for a Hot Dog, 31 Soulful Practices for Women. And I named it Stop for a Hot Dog because the metaphor was stop for a pause. Pause. Pause in your life and take in everything around you, just take a pause, whether it's a cup of coffee, a soda, whatever that is. But when I was young, when my sisters and I used to go shopping, we went shopping with our best friends. And before we left, we would stop for a hot dog. And we would sit there and we would reminisce the day and, oh, I love what you bought. And I didn't expect to see Georgian. There wasn't it good to see her. And we just relished the day. We just paused and really enjoyed it. And that's what I want women to do. That's how I came up with Stop for a Hot Dog. And then over time, it evolved. And the 31 practices, you know, my uh, my publisher said, you have 31 amazing practices. You have three books in this one book. I want you to take your favorite practices, and I want you to write a story around it for women. Beautiful. And I said, I can do that. Beautiful. And so it transformed. Beautiful. Today. 
Well, Pat, I can't thank you enough for saying yes, for being on the show with me tonight. You are absolute treasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and, you, Georgia. And I appreciate everything that you do to educate and, and inspire your audience and empower them. Thank you. And maybe we will do a women's retreat together one day. I would love to. Let's stay in touch and, and talk about that. I'm, I'm right. in. So let us just end in prayer um, real quickly. I think we have a minute left. I always like to do that for all of us together. Mm-hmm. Loving God, you fill all things with the fullness and hope that we can never comprehend. Thank you for leading us into a time where more of reality is being unveiled for all to see. We pray that you will take us on our journey and help us say, stay away from natural temptations for cynicism, denial, fear, and despair, and the false voices that are other than yours. Help us have the courage to awaken to greater truth, greater humility, and care for one another and ourselves. May we place our hope in what matters and what lasts, trusting your eternal presence and love. Listen to our heart's longing for the healing of our suffering world, knowing, good God, that you're hearing us better than we are speaking. We offer these prayers in all of the holy names of God. And I ask your blessings upon all that are here with us tonight, all of humanity, and all that are suffering in any way. God bless. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. And I look forward to seeing you again, Pat. And hopefully you'll be joining us next week, all of you that are here tonight. And I'm going to also be on the show Extra Innings, being interviewed there myself, which is the show before mine at five o'clock. Good night. And God bless. Take care. Thank you, Pat. Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. 
and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics in the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 